to risk takers, innovators, business owners, and they're a couple. Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a series about couples who start a business together without ending their relationship. Hear their unique stories, get tips, advice, and the secret to their success. Would you work with your spouse? Hosted by Mickey and Tony, a couple of entrepreneurs, co-founders of Branding Shorts. Today, we're talking about bananas. Monkeys love them. You never want to slip on one. And this couple uses them for this. Meet Amanda and Steve DePasquale. They're a couple of entrepreneurs. And owners of the award-winning food truck, soft-serve dessert, Amanda Bananas. Thank you both for joining the podcast today. So, you know, first of all, uh, let's start off by talking about the, not the elephant, but the banana in the room. How did you get your name? We came up with the name because bananas rhyme with Amanda. And also Steve's banana just sounds a little bit, you know. (laughs) So there's a lot of different businesses you can go into. Why bananas? I had food background, restaurant background, but I can't cook. And at the time, around 2011, 2012, food trucks were very popular. They were the hottest thing out. So I always wanted to have a food truck. And this was a perfect opportunity to do, you know, a healthy ice cream truck without cooking. You know, kids love sweets, but this is a way of them having a sweet option, but having a healthier version of it. And I know growing up, you know, ice cream was a treat and maybe once a week we could have it. But like here you have parents letting their kids eat this five times a week. You know, our tagline is, yes, it's just a banana. We add nothing to it. It's like a, you know, fun way to get like fruit into your diet. And how did you start the business? I mean, what was the, the first day like when you guys launched the business? So we started Amanda Bananas July 4th, 2012. We started with a tent on Pier 13. It was Pier 13's first day. It was Amanda Bananas' first day. We don't know, Pier 13 is this amazing food truck pier in Hoboken. We had about like eight friends help us. Some were selling popcorn um, because at the time we just were like, we don't know if people are gonna get our products, so like let's sell popcorn too. We were selling like sodas, Gatorades. Since the fireworks were on our side of the Hudson, we knew that there was gonna be foot traffic and we knew that it would be like a great first day for Amanda Bananas. Great tip for other entrepreneurs about looking for events to leverage when you launch your business. We knew after that day that like it was a good concept and we had great feedback. So Steve, what did you do before Amanda Bananas? So before Amanda Bananas, uh, I used to have a few nightclubs and restaurants. So Steve was an entrepreneur in hospitality. What about you, Amanda? You were a teacher before Amanda Bananas. I saw him have a lot of success with his bars, his nightclubs. I was always safe, you know, and I always felt like, well, you know, teaching has a good pension and teaching has this. When did you think it was the time, the time, to leave your teaching job and do this full time? So I think a big thing for me was realizing uh, once Amanda Bananas hit a certain point, we knew we were succeeding and we knew that it wasn't just like a day-to-day operation anymore. We, we were stopping explaining what the product is and we saw people coming for us and people requesting us for events. I would work you know, all day, 8 to 3.30 at school, and then I would come home, change quick into my banana outfit. You dress like a banana? Not like a real banana outfit, like a banana shirt. 
and I would go to the truck and work till like 11 p.m. So for a while there, I was like literally working all day. When I saw myself getting too tired to go to school because I knew I was working so hard at Amanda Bananas, that's kind of where it went over. When did you really know you had a real business? Any big moments that stood out? You know, we started with the trailer first and then getting phone calls to do corporate catering was like, wow, and people had us on a street. They enjoyed it so much, they wanted to provide it to hundreds of their employees. The second, oh wow, or wow moment was winning back-to-back -back years at um, the, the New, New Jersey Food Truck Festival, the largest in the state, was Food Truck Wars at Monmouth uh, Park Racetrack. I know the day that I sent in my resignation for teaching felt like a good, good moment for me where I could say like, wow, we have a business. You know, you guys are together all the time. So what are some of the biggest challenges there are when somebody works with their spouse? So the most challenging thing for working with your spouse is um, you're with them 24 seven. So you come home, you're with your spouse, you go to work with your spouse. So there, there's no, there's no alone time. Amanda, how do you feel about it? Hmm. I'm just thinking about how much I want to strangle him sometimes. So. No, <laughs> how important is it to clearly define roles? I think that if we didn't have defined roles, it would just be chaotic. I'm more of like the face um, in terms of like, I like talking to people, I like being at the window, um, I like doing the toppings, I like things looking like Instagram ready and Instagram pretty. Steve's like more in the back of the house. He can tell you how much a cup costs, how much a spoon costs, how much each thing. He goes nuts when I hand out extra spoons and extra cups. She doesn't see how much a box of sprinkles costs. But like, that's me, like I'm like, oh, do you need an extra spoon with that? Or do you need like, you know? And in him, he's seeing 10 cents, 10 cents. Now it's a food truck, so uh, who does the driving? I definitely always drive. So is Steve a good driver? He drives like a grandma. So you have a business life and a personal life together. How do you balance both? The most challenging thing for having your own business is balancing your personal life and your business life together. I think we try to keep our personal and our work life separate, but I think we work so much that like how does it not overlap a little bit? Um, we might be like on the couch and just like, you know, see something on TV and be like, oh, that would make a good banana topping or something like that. Or, you know, if we had like a certain customer at the window that maybe like I don't know, didn't go well, or you know, maybe we'll bring that up at night or something like that. But besides that, we really try to keep everything separate. So how do you make decisions without like getting into a major argument? How do you do that? Decision making in business and in life is, uh, I think this goes back to the communication again. So you know, we'll, we'll talk about it and we, we'll, we both want the best thing for obviously our relationship and the business. And you know, what is the most rewarding thing to you guys about running this business? Rewarding is seeing the happy faces of our guests come to the truck. The customers and like the loyal customers and just seeing the kids grow up. We started this business about 10 years ago and like we saw kids, we saw women pregnant that then gave birth and now they're coming back with their kids who are like in fourth grade and it's just, it's so wild that like we've been with some of these families for so long and like I feel like they're what makes Amanda Bananas successful. It can't be always busy sitting in the truck. I mean, so when you're not busy, what are you guys doing? Sometimes when we're bored on the truck, we'll just 
brainstorm different uh, concepts and different flavors, so something different from banana. So not everybody, we know not everybody loves banana. We get that, and we tried uh, frozen mango pineapple soft serve, and it was, it's a big hit. And how do you guys come up with improvements in uh, running the business? So maybe a few years ago, it was early April, first nice day of spring, the piers opened up, and not working for five, six months, I definitely pulled a muscle or strained something and I was in severe pain, I had to go to the hospital from juicing. I've always had an idea how I can improve the process of my juicing um, because it's a top loading juicer and the process is just pressing down like this and it's a constant pain on my neck, and my back. So what did you do to improve the process? So Stevens reached out to me for a questionnaire about the pandemic. So you guys work with Stevens. Stevens is an awesome college in Hoboken. I helped them out with their, their survey, and at the end I asked them if they could help me out. So they, um, they 3D printed an attachment that goes on the juicer. So now it's more like a soft serve lever. So it's like effortless. We're much faster, more efficient, and uh, it just helps my pain threshold also. <laughs> you know, that's a great tip for other entrepreneurs. So other entrepreneurs out there, reach out to your local college, they can help. So you guys were selected to represent small businesses in Asia. What was that experience like? So a few years ago, Amanda Bananas was asked to go to Japan for um, a New York food show. So we had to first audition for it, where Steve brought the juicers, tried our product there, um, showed all the different types that we can do and they chose three that they wanted to have in the show and apparently like Japanese people really love bananas they have like bananas in vending machines they have um, banana flavored Kit Kats it was a strange experience because um, we were obviously in a place where almost no one spoke English and when we were there a lot of the people I think just thought we were so big we were taller than everyone we were bigger than everyone um, we even did a, we took a day off and went to Tokyo Disney and we were like the largest people on like the rides there. So it was just a cool experience. When we were actually at the World Fair where Amanda Bananas was featured, they made a small replica truck at, almost out of like cardboard or something. One day we were on the local news channel there. I, I'm actually not exactly sure what they were saying, but their expressions and they kept saying Amanda Banana and it was kind of like funny just to see like, almost like you would see on TV here, like, and they were like loving it. What were they saying about you guys? For all you know, they could have been saying like, this tastes like crap, you know, but like they look happy saying it. Now, do you guys have advice to other couples starting a business? Because we certainly can use it. Um, I guess my advice to other couples would be um, just to get along with your spouse and like your spouse. I think that our roles kind of align naturally. It's not like, you know, it's not like he told me be good at the window and I told him to like be good at the number. Like it just kind of like naturally aligned that way. But you definitely have to like your spouse and like that would be like my biggest thing. Like, you know, I, I like going to work and I like seeing him and he doesn't aggravate me. So like, you know, occasionally he does, but like for the most point, he's, he's pretty good, so. I think sharing uh, the most important thing with other couples um, is, you know, just like any other relationship, if it's business or personal, is communication is the number one thing. So as long as you're communicating with your partner, whether that's your spouse or your business partner, is communication. Now, when you invest in launching a business, like how did you guys decide to allocate your budget? You get what you pay for. So, and that goes for everything, your, your truck, um, your equipment, um, it, it, you don't want to cheap out on the equipment. If your equipment fails you, you're not on the road. So you get what you pay for. 
You gotta put the time in, you have to do the hard work. You guys are a very successful business, award-winning, selected to represent small businesses in Asia. What are the real keys to success? I think there's a few factors that contribute to our longevity. Um, one is luck, uh, and the other, the most important, is hard work. I think the key to why Amanda Bananas is successful is hard work. I think that it just takes a lot of time, um, a lot of effort, and we're both willing to put in the hours knowing what we're going to get on the other side. So you guys also give back. Do you have a special cause that, you, that you're passionate about? Steve and I um, have roommates and they're super cute. This is Yonsei. Yonsei is four years old. We rescued her. She came from Puerto Rico and um, she's super cute and super friendly. And she's kind of part of the reason that we do a complimentary doggy banana on the truck. So anyone who comes up and gets a banana gets a complimentary doggy one. And we put a little milk bone in it, so that's part of her thing. And during COVID, um, we donated our tips um, for her birthday weekend back to an animal shelter. And sometimes we do events where we donate 10 to 20% back to animal shelters because animal shelters are like super important to us. And then our other roommate is Hova. Hova is also um, super friendly. He has a little bit of an attitude and he's laying on his banana here. Hova's rescued from the streets of Jersey City and um, he's 11 and he's super sweet. That's amazing that you're running a business and you're also giving back. We love animals. That is such a noble cause. Thank you guys so much for joining us on a couple of entrepreneurs today. To learn more about Steve and Amanda, visit amandabananas.com. For more episodes, visit brandingshorts.com podcast. You're listening to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a Branding Shorts podcast. Stay tuned for more.